guaranteeing the Yankees and the Padres both miss. Welcome to episode 28 of Clubhouse Combos. Uh, joined tonight, as usual, by Connor Newman. How are we tonight, buddy? I'm great. Yeah, just waiting on our compadre at this point, like not usual, but that's okay. Yep. No, Evan, uh, typically late. Uh, you know what I think I need to get in the habit of doing is introducing myself. Uh, I don't think I've ever introduced myself when I, I start the pod. No one knows how you're doing. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Colin's good. Uh, Dan, <laughs> how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, obviously, no classes today with Labor Day. Um, yep. And then right now, I'm currently watching Ole Miss Louisville. Um, kind of an interesting game so far, but in here to record a pod. So doing pretty good. Well, while we wait for Evan to uh, shoot the shit a little bit, Dan, I know you guys got a big win this weekend. Uh, anything else good going on this weekend besides the start of college football? Uh, I mean, not really. So Saturday, uh, for those that don't know, I go to Western New England University out in Springfield, Mass., and we played Springfield College. It's a rival for us. Uh, we beat them 24-13 in a trophy game, so that was a pretty hype uh, hyped atmosphere, uh, a lot of shit talking after uh, the game at the trophy ceremony. Um, they had a they had a, a sign in their building that called us the cowards in blue. And so at the trophy presentation, we were just chanting cowards in blue uh, right in front of them. So it was, it was a pretty good atmosphere, pretty good environment uh, for us. But uh, it was a fun game. And then obviously Saturday night was pretty fun. And then Sunday, just... Yeah watching a JV game. So uh, it was pretty relaxed, but it was a good weekend overall. So, and then no classes today and then no classes for me tomorrow because of, uh, I don't remember the holiday, but it is a Jewish holiday tomorrow. So happy holidays um, <laughs> to those that are celebrating, but um, yeah, pretty good. And then all the other D1 games. I mean, there are some crazy games in there. My picks are terrible. So, but we'll get, we'll get to that on the uh, gridiron part uh, pod later this week. Yep. Newman, how was your weekend last weekend at home? Correct. Yeah. I went to school for, for a day or two and then I went home, had a, a tooth yank. So I've been just chilling for a couple of days, but nice. going back tomorrow, it'll be nice. good. Yeah. Love how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend. Pretty good Friday night, but uh, a little bit of a COVID situation right now. So been keeping it low key this weekend. I really haven't done anything besides sit in bed. Um, it's just been relaxing, but I'm kind of bored now. It's Monday. Uh, still just sitting in bed all day. I uh, got some homework done today. So that was good. But uh, yeah, shall we move into some MLB talk while we wait for Evan? Yeah, sounds good. Just one quick update. Ole Miss just scored to make the, the game 22 nothing. Wow. I think They're we all took them, right? Them. Yep. I no. know I did. They're oh, no. Evan up. definitely took Louisville. Evan did not. He took Louisville. <laughs> Kid's a fucking bozo. Kick him off the pod, honestly. His FSU pick almost worked. Kick him off the pod. That was crazy. But we can move in the MLB. I just wanted to give that update. All right, so we got lineup card today, obviously, pretty much. Oh, it's actually all baseball. So it's going to be a pretty much all baseball pod, as that's the only thing going on right now. Uh, obviously, the NFL pod for all things football, the Gridiron podcast. Check that out if you're looking for some football talk. Uh, but we'll be covering baseball today. Um, what do you guys want to talk about first? AL wild card? Sure. All I right. think we have to. Yeah, currently Yankees sit in first, have a half-game lead on the Red Sox. Seattle, with a loss tonight, will drop to three games back of the Sox. 
and that'll tie them with Toronto, who's also three back of the Sox. Um, so how do we feel right now about the Sox? Obviously, some COVID issues right now, missing a lot of key guys. Um, and Toronto seems to be red hot. So how are we feeling? Um, I don't think it's really time to panic. Like, I don't think people understand how hard it is to make up three games. Like, it doesn't sound like a lot, but three games in the span of a month is kind of a lot. Um, obviously, with Toronto on a fucking heater, kind of a cause for concern. Uh, Seattle's kind of hot, too, although I don't see them sustaining it. Uh, but the Yankees and the Red Sox both look like shit lately, so I think they might be panicking a little bit. But we'll have to see moving forward. Dan, your thoughts? Um, I mean, I think the Yankees and the Red Sox are going to be playing in the wild card game. Uh, I know the Sox right now have the COVID issues um, and they're inconsistent, but I don't trust the other uh, teams in the AL, as uh, you guys pointed out, Seattle, uh, Toronto, to catch them. So I think it's going to be those two playing in the wild card. Um, and I don't think uh, Boston will be catching New York, um, even if they're only a half game, I think. Uh, they'll, I think New York's going to end up with the home team there. So that's kind of how I see it shaking out. Um, I could see Boston catching New York, but I, I'm actually quite concerned about Toronto. Um, obviously, just a, month, a, a little over a month left, actually a little less than a month left. I think they finish on the fourth. Um, you think about Toronto, right? You got Robbie Ray. Hinjin Ryu, Jose Barrios, Alex Manoa, and Steven Matz, I believe, was their fifth starter. You think about the first three guys in Robbie Ray, Hinjin Ryu, and Jose Barrios. Those three guys could arguably give you three wins each in the next month. That's nine games. Like, it's, I, I don't think it's that hard to think Toronto if the bats stay hot and we'll talk about the bats later in the pod um, for Toronto to get into this yeah especially with this the Red Sox playing with half the AAA team (laughs) and the Yankees being the streakiest team in baseball yeah but I think um, for Sox fans what helps is we're done playing Toronto whereas New York has to play them six more times uh just got smoked today, nothing, and then they have to do it six more times. Um, Ryu pitched really well today. So I think that's at least if Toronto's winning, that means New York is losing. Yeah. Who would you guys rather? Uh, Maddie and I were debating this earlier. Um, I would rather the Yankees, uh, but I'd rather play it at home, which I think at this point it's really – I think New York and Boston will finish in the wild card, but it's a, it's really tough to see who would get home. I'd rather face Garrett Cole. We fit him really well. I don't want to face Robbie Ray. That guy's a fucking machine. Probably Cy Young front runner right now in the AL. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather play New York. Um, you just don't know when Toronto's bats are going to explode, whereas I feel like the Yankees, you kind of know what you're going to get. I mean, their bats can explode too, but I just I kind of feel more comfortable uh, playing New York right now. Yeah, I think just based on the track record this year, I, I said earlier, Maddie, did I say Toronto? Did I say I'd rather face Toronto earlier? Yeah. Yeah, I said I'd rather face Garrett Cole and the Yankees, and Maddie said Toronto. Uh, the bats scare me with Toronto. Um, no. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I did say Toronto. I don't know why I would say that. The bats really scare me. Like, Vlad right now, I'll talk about Semyon later, but Gurriel's hot, Springer, Bichette. They have a really, really good lineup. Um, so I'd probably go Yankees just based on how we've played them this year. And we've knocked uh, Garrett Cole around, as Newman pointed out. Yeah, and I think uh, the Yankees aren't really set on playing their best lineup every day for some reason. I mean, we yeah. were talking about before, Voight really should be playing six games a week. He's playing maybe two or three, just kind of ridiculous. And Chapman sucks right now. Loizaga's on the IL, so they're kind of banged up rolling into the wild card. It's probably better for us. Definitely. Um, we'll move on to the NL East. Currently, Braves in first place. Phillies. Sorry, it's dark in my room. Phillies are a game and a half back, and the Mets are four back. 
Um, we'll kind of just gloss over this one since this is a lineup card question. Um, so just have those numbers in the back of your head for later. Um, NL West, that's also a lineup card question. Um, NL Wild Card, we can talk about this a little bit. Um, Dodgers, or the, the loser of the NL West, obviously will lock up the first wild card. Um, but then it's San Diego currently holding the second one. Cincinnati a game out. Philly two games out. And the Cardinals three and a half games out. Um, so what are the odds? Uh, what are the odds it stays how it is with San Diego in second? I know this is a lineup card question also. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to change from what it is now. Cincinnati three and seven in the last 10, they've kind of sputtered out since their recent surge into the wild card. I think the Phillies probably have the best chance of giving uh, San Diego a run for their money. And maybe the Cardinals is a sneaky team too, but I think San Diego is kind of finding their stride. I mean, Cronenworth hit that walk off uh, last night off of Stanek and the Astros. Uh, the bats are hot for them. Snell looks like the Snell we know from past years. Probably theirs to lose at this point. Um, I guess if we're talking odds uh, or chances of it staying the same, I'd give it a 50-50 shot. I think it's really between the Padres and the Reds to get that last wild card spot. Um, I could see the Reds possibly turning it around, or I could see the Padres maybe – holding it down and finally staying, but I'll, I'll leave that pick for later in the lineup card, but I'll give it a 50, 50 chance of either team getting that spot. Yeah. I'll be honest. I haven't quite made up my mind on the answer to that yet. I don't know. I really like Philadelphia. Um, there's a couple of guys I'll touch upon later when we get to wild, um, sorry, lineup card. Um, let's just leave it at that. I think Evan is ready or just about um, two minutes. He says, one more update from the game. Um, the fourth targeting penalty has been thrown and a player has been ejected for Ole Miss. So two for wow. each side right now. Uh, this, the, uh, this officiating crew is never going to be officiating again, I'll tell you that. Um, we got two minutes. Is there anything you guys would like to talk about? I can talk a little bit about the PGA this weekend. Oh yeah, they wrapped up the the tournament, didn't they? Yes, the uh, the end of the super season, as they called it, fifty PGA Tour events this year. Um, Patrick Cantlay wins by two strokes at East Lake, wins the FedEx Cup, uh, fifteen million dollars to him, uh, five to John Rahm in second. Uh, I believe one through nine all amass a million or more. Everybody else gets at. I know last place gets 395. So huge payouts for this tournament. Um, top 30 in the world. It was a great weekend of golf. I watched a ton of golf. Um, the course was really, really difficult. Players hit some great shots. I just want to talk to you guys quickly about this. I mean, I know you guys both don't really golf, but could, can you imagine the pressure you must feel? Uh, Cantlay gets on the 18th tee. He's up one. Uh, and $15 million are on the line. Like how hard must that be to hit a shot in the fairway? And then his next shot was even better than the tee shot. Um, so just how do you guys feel about like that type of pressure? Like when you really think about it, do athletes get enough credit for what they do? No, I, I don't think golf gets enough credit. And I think golf honestly is way more mental than it is a physical sport. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, the pressure that these guys are under just to make the cut every day. Did, uh, did speed even make the cut for the final? Yes. Yeah, speed play, uh, place, I believe eighth or ninth. He had, he had a great weekend. No, oh, that's pretty solid. But yeah, like it's ridiculous. Like I've started to pick up golf this summer and I'm just like looking at the ball and I'm like, I can't fucking hit the ball. <laughs> but these guys um, like, it's crazy. Yeah. I kind of agree. I mean, I don't really watch golf, but it's cause I'm really bad at golf, but like, it just seems like something if you're good at it, like, it's a, it's a good sport to be good at. Like, um, and it, it's incredibly hard. It's a golf or sorry, a sport that doesn't seem like it takes a lot of effort, but it takes a lot of, uh, like mental toughness to not get down on yourself uh, for one bad swing. So it, it's, yeah, it's an impressive sport. I'd say it's just, I suck at it. So I don't really follow it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I played all through high school and once you once you reach a, a certain point and you're like you know you're good enough to 
to go out like I'm I'm good enough where I feel comfortable playing with a stranger like I don't feel intimidated or anything but to watch them it just makes you appreciate like how much of a real difference there is between like even the best non-professional golfer like a scratch golfer a pro is just worlds better and it's just it's it's one of those sports where I mean outside of like the MLB and like miles per hour I feel like you can best measure the difference between a pro and an amateur. Yeah, I agree. Uh, We'll welcome Evan, who is 42 minutes late from the agreed time. Uh, Anything to say for yourself? Uh, Nothing to say. Sorry. Had a draft that got pushed back. Yeah, pathetic. Um, So we've already talked for about 20 minutes, I'd say. Um, we're ready to do lineup card if you are ready. Yep, I'm ready. All right, take it away. All right, so for the lineup this lineup card this week, we got an all MLB rundown. So um, we've been doing this every week. I think it's probably one of our best segments. It does really well. Uh, and Dan does great on the post, so let's get right into it. Um, all right, so who's been the most valuable player to their first-place team in the American League? Obviously, three first-place teams. Uh, are the White Sox, the Astros, and the Rays. Um, we'll go Colin, Dan, Connor, and then myself. So, Colin, take it away. Uh, I thought this was a pretty good question. Uh, pretty loaded. Uh, I will say the lineup card, pretty good today. Um, I know you're late, but um, I think you're going to make up for it with the lineup card. Some good questions, good thoughts. Um, this was a tough question. You had Hendricks, Alvarez, and a Rosarena. Um, And to me, when I thought about it, I wanted to say Randy because he's like the most noticeable Ray, but he's not even maybe having the best season on that team. Neither is Alvarez. Uh, Brantley's having a great year. Gurriel's having a great year. Uh, Altuve's having a great year. Um, So when I thought about the White Sox, yeah, they're having a lot of guys have great years, but you can't win games without a great closer. So I'm going Liam Hendricks. Um, I've had him in fantasy, very reliable, high strikeouts, low walks, uh, only five blown saves this year. Um, I'd say the White Sox wouldn't be where they are without Hendricks. He's been good also. He's been good enough to keep the job from Kimbrell after the deadline. Mm-hmm. Dan? Yeah. Um, so I won't lie. I don't really – I'm not as in-depth with baseball as you guys, but when I looked at the question, I had to do my research, and I guess – the, I have to agree with Colin. I went with uh, Hendricks, um, just kind of looking into the stats, I guess, of the three players, because I definitely didn't know who else to look at. It uh, just looks like he's had a solid season for the White Sox. And I mean, the White Sox are in first. And as Colin said, you, if you don't have a good closer, uh, it's difficult to win in the MLB. So I'd have to go with Hendricks. Yes, I, uh, I took a different answer. Um, I think the White Sox and the Astros were already projected to be top of the standings and by pretty much everyone. But I think the Rays, although I think I had them at first at the beginning of the year, and after, especially after the Glasnow injury, everyone thought mm. they were done. So I picked a Rosarena, almost took Wander Franco for the fucking stretch he's on. Yep. Um, but went with the Rosarena since the All-Star break, 326 average with nine dingers, OPS over one, which is pretty ridiculous, and on base over 400. Uh, top five in pretty much every single category for the Rays since the all-star break is really a big reason why they've fended off the other AL East opponents and stood atop first place this long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went with your Don Alvarez. Uh, I totally agree with all your points. I mean, there's so many good uh, options here and I left it uh, up to you guys. If you want to go off the board uh, so many good players that could have been considered. I went with Alvarez. Um, obviously Alex Bregman missed a, a lot of this year. Uh, with his injury um, and we know what the Astros lineup is about I mean they're they're stacked they're absolutely stacked but I think Alvarez has been the guy who's really driven in the runs 89 ribbies he's been a key part I, I, I don't know where he's hits in the lineup but I, I, I would imagine it's four or five six, I think you think he hit six uh, but he's just been fantastic this year 282 just tons of homers I think he's given them just an incredible season uh, Hendricks I totally agree with uh another good option and randy's been phenomenal uh which uh, i traded him so i'm stupid thank you um you're welcome colin uh lots of good options there so anyway carrying on uh who's been the most valuable player to their first place team in the nl so just flipping it over 
uh, into the National League. Uh, um, I give the options of Freddie Freeman, Kevin Gosman, Corbin Burns, or other. Call. Real quick before I answer, Alvarez is hitting third tonight. Um, yeah, Tucker hits sixth. Yep. Um, I took Kevin Gosman here, obviously had a guarantee around the trade deadline. Um, can't remember quite the terms. I believe two, I, five, I know I the ERA, two, three, yeah, the, the two, two, three, five. <clears throat> he's got a two, five, eight right now. He's going to hit the strikeouts. I believe. I think he's around one ninety. I said he'd hit like two twenty five. Um, and I think 15 wins and he's at 13 right now. So kind of not, not bad there. Kevin Gosman has had a great year, obviously has slowed a little bit since the all-star break, but, um, I, without him, I can't imagine that staff is where it is, and the Giants are where they are atop the AL West. So I'll go Gosman. Yeah, yeah um, I don't know much, but I'm going to go Gosman as well. Um, it's and the copycat. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it seems in the chat you guys are always talking about Gosman. And uh, again, doing research and looking into his stats, looks like he's having a good year. And I mean, obviously, the Giants are having a good year. But you guys talk about him so much. Uh, I have to go with Gosman. So a solid pick. I went off the board for this one wow. uh, actually because the three players listed, I think, were all expected to be really good this year. Uh, so I went with Evan's favorite, Logan Webb. Um, wow. Who I don't think, like, I don't think the Giants would be in first place without him. His last losing decision mm-hmm. was May fifth, oh um, and since then, in games he's pitched, the Giants are thirteen and one. So. I think he's been wicked fucking valuable, ridiculous numbers uh, over the past couple months. It's a good answer. Uh, definitely my best pitcher in fantasy, which is sad considering I have Aaron trash ass Noah on that team. Um, anyway, I want Corbin Burns. Uh, I think I had to here. Um, just, uh, well, obviously Colin didn't even know his first name before the season How many started. times are you going to bring um, this shit up? Listen, I think it's funny. I, I think we have to bring it up. And listen, I, I would expect you to bring up my takes on the Dallas Cowboys on the other podcast if, I, if I'm so horribly wrong. And I, I think you should hold that against me anyway. <laughs> Uh, Burns has just been so good. Almost 200 strikeouts, whip under one, uh, 2.38 ERA. Obviously had that 15 strikeout performance at Wrigley Field. Uh, without him, I don't think the Brewers are where they are. Um, obviously, having Woodruff there too is great, but I think Burns has really kind of separated himself in the last couple of starts. It's just the ace of that team. And, and I think without him, I, I think the Brewers have at least probably 10 less losses or, or 10 less wins, maybe 5, 10. I think, it's, I think he does a lot for that team. Um, moving on to our third question here, um, which player's success is the most crucial to their team making the playoffs? Uh, I gave six or maybe even seven, eight options here. Uh, we got Chris Sale of the Red Sox, Robbie Ray, Blue Jays, Aroldis Chapman, Yankees, Nick Castellanos, Reds, uh, Fernando Tatis, Padres, Strong Marte Athletics, Bryce Harper, Phillies, or you can go off the board if you ever so wanted to. Colin, I'm curious to see, who did you pick? What's up, Dan? Uh, I just want to give a quick update. Louisville was driving into the red zone and just fumbled right before half. So Ole Miss is going to probably pitch a shutout for probably in the first half of like the first time in the Lane Kiffin era. So let's go. Um, obviously all those guys you listed Evan are important to their team making it. Um, one that I highlighted was Bryce Harper. Obviously he's been on a tear lately. Um, another guy that I would like to shout out a team currently sitting on the outside, but threatening to get in as Dan and Newman and I talked about earlier, um, Marcus Semyon and the Toronto blue Jays. Um, Semyon's got, I believe six home runs in his last two weeks. He hit two today won a grand slam. Toronto's only three games back of the second wild card spot. He's been absolutely fantastic. 37 homers this year. He's going to get a bag, as I said previously on this podcast, this offseason. Um, so I think if he stays hot, the Blue Jays have a real chance to get in. Yeah. Um, so I went with Chris Sale, and for the reason being is – Today's a great example. If Chris Sale is not going to be on his game and be good, uh, it seems the Red Sox aren't going to be good. And that just puts more stress on this uh, starting rotation and bullpen, which is already kind of weak. So I think Chris Sale 
uh, success is very vital to the Red Sox uh, staying in this wild card race. I think today is just a one-off for him. He's been really good since coming back. Um, but I think his success is going to be as far as the Red Sox can go. If he starts to taper off, I think you can see maybe the Red Sox taper off as well. That's a good pick. I went with Chapman of the Yankees. Uh, he's been pretty shit lately. Um, so have the Yankees. They just lost two or three to the Orioles. That's uh, pretty embarrassing. Partly his fault, uh, blew a save. Um, but he he only seems to want to pitch the ninth. They, they tried to ask him to pitch other innings, and he says, fuck you, I'm the closer. So if he's going to say fuck you, he better fucking perform. Um, and the added pressure, they have no more Loisaga for the rest of the regular season. So there was really no other option outside of Chapman and maybe Chad Green. So he better fucking step the fuck up if the Yankees want to make uh, comfortably into the playoffs. Good answer. I think as the Blue Jays creep closer to the second wild card spot, they're on an absolute tear lately. I think they that Robbie Ray is really their key guy. Obviously, what he's been able to do in the last month, I mean, 41 innings, 1.3 ERA, whip of 0.72. I think as he goes, they're going to go. He's been so hot lately. I think that's really kind of, you know, helped their, that team get confidence just because their pitching has been bad all year. Their bullpen's awful. If you can get your starter to go seven innings, 10 Ks, like one run, I think that's so important outside of him and Ryu, they don't really have anybody else. So I think they're going to need him to put together a string of very, very strong starts down the stretch here. Uh, it helps that the offense gets so many runs, but I think they're going to really need him to keep doing what he's been doing because, you know, they're really trending upwards right now. And like Colin said, I mean, the lineup's great with Semyon in the year he's had Vlad jr. Had just hit 40 homers. And, and right now, even like a guy like George Springer, we'll get to him later. He's, he's cold right now. So if he can turn it around, I think that's a huge one for that team. I think the upside's so large there. Uh, I love Robbie Ray. Yeah. Lord Ace Gurriel red hot as well right now. Yeah. I think pretty much everybody in that lineup is, is on an absolute tear. Um, anyway, which team is most likely to make the playoffs? This is question four. Uh, gave six teams that are on the outside right now. We got the Mariners, uh, Newman's beloved team. And by the way he was sounding earlier tonight, looked like it wasn't going well. Uh, Blue Jays, Athletics, Phillies, Cardinals, or Mets? Gone. I have the Phillies. Um, I personally think there's a chance that, sorry, I'm eating a sweet tart. Um, <laughs> great candy, sponsor us, sweet tarts. Um, I think the Phillies have a legit shot at catching the Braves. Um, a, a guy I'll touch upon later, Aaron Nola, um, I think is very important to this team. I'll save my Aaron Nola talk for later. Um, but I feel good about the Phillies' chances. I think, like I said, they have a real shot at the number one spot. And if they don't get it, I think they have a real shot at the wild card. I really don't like the Padres this year. Um, Newman pointed out earlier, Reds are scuffling as of late, or that might have been Evan, I'm not sure. Um, so my answer is the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, it seems as though I am copying all of <laughs> This fucking guy. This fucking guy. I actually... I made this decision on my own. I'm not just copying you. Um, I mean, the <laughs> Phillies, they're 71 and 66, uh, at least when I look up the stats. They're only a game and a half behind the Braves, and they're 8-2 and two in their last 10, whereas Atlanta is 4-6 and six in their last 10. Um, it, and I kind of believe that the Phillies are going to uh, keep the streak going and catch the uh, the Braves and just get that uh, NL East spot in the when it comes to the playoffs. No. Um, I went with Toronto, even though we've already talked about Toronto a ton in this pod. Um, like I said earlier, it's harder than you think to make up three games in a month. But that being said, like I also said, they have six games against the Yankees this uh, next couple of weeks. So what better way to make up three games than to play the team you're trying to chase six times? Just fucking destroyed them today. Eight nothing. Um, they're very fucking hot, like we all said. <laughs> And another guy in that lineup who doesn't get much love at all for the year he's having is Teoscar Hernandez, just kind of that forgotten guy, what he's been able to do this year. I also went with the Blue Jays, and I'd like to make a guarantee. We haven't really had many guarantees lately, but I'm going to guarantee that the Toronto Blue Jays make the playoffs. I really do. I think there's something special going on. Tough start to the year, uh, obviously playing in Buffalo, uh, wherever they were at. 
you know, now they're back home. There's just something about baseball and like in Toronto and like, especially like playoff baseball. We remember when like Donaldson and Bautista were there with Edwin Encarnacion and just the, like the energy that was going on. I feel like they got that energy right now. Uh, so I'm going to take the Blue Jays. I think they make it. I'm going to guarantee that they make it. They're three back of the Red Sox right now. And obviously Newman brought up, they got in division series coming up against the Yankees uh, who they just beat today. So I'm going to go to Toronto. Uh, and I feel pretty good saying that. That's why I guaranteed it. We haven't had a guarantee in a while. No, no one's just felt the urge to guarantee anything, I guess, uh, with most of the sports uh, not playing. Um, anyway, question five. Real quick, uh, before you move on, I'll shout out to Oscar. Um, 292, 24 homers, 92 RBI, nine steals, 68 runs. That is very, very good. What's his average? I'm just curious. 292. Okay. Wow. What a year. Everyone in that lineup, like it's incredible. Like with the run differential they have, how are they not in the playoffs right now? I mean, it's the pitching, right? Like the bullpen. It's the bullpen. Bullpen. Um, obviously, Brad Hand didn't work out as they um, got rid of him, cut him. So who picked him up? Mets. 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 Uh, question five, taking a different angle to that. Which team is most likely to miss the playoffs? We got the Yankees. The Red Sox, the Padres, and the Reds. Really four teams right on the cusp of things. Obviously a little closer in the NL right now. Uh, I believe it's, what, half a game. And then in the AL where it's about two and a half, three. So, Colin, who do you think misses out of those four teams? Um, here's a guarantee. This is a hot take guarantee. I'm guaranteeing the Yankees and the Padres both miss. Um, I don't like the Padres. I've said that. Chris Paddock has been really bad. I don't know if you can count on Snell to continue this after the year he's had. Um, Hosmer, kind of a down year. Will Myers, kind of a down year. Uh, Austin Nola, I know, has not been as good as he was last year. So some underperformers on a team people really thought were going to be the Giants this year. Um, Head-to-head with the Dodgers, neck and neck all the way. Um and the Yankees, I just think Toronto's too hot right now. And I'm, I got to hold out for the Sox making it. Obviously, done playing the Blue Jays. And I, I believe the Sox just have an easier schedule the rest of the way in. Um, so I hope that carries them in. So I'm going to guarantee no Yankees, no Padres. Blue Jays and Phillies for me. Dan? Interesting. Um so will he go Red Sox? No, I will not go Red Sox. Um, will you, Evan, you motherfucker? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the Padres. Um, I guess I'm I don't know as much detail as to why they suck, but I know going into the season they're supposed to be good and they're just not that good, is what they're advertised to be. Um, and I know the, the Reds have kind of fallen out of that wild card spot, even though they're only half, a half game back. But I don't believe currently they're uh, three and seven in the last 10. I think they'll turn it around and get back into the wild card spot. Um, I just don't trust the Padres. I picked the Reds to make the playoffs a couple of weeks ago in this spot, and I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to keep up with the different trend. I'm going to go with the Reds, uh, the third different team we've had so far for this question. Uh, I kind of talked about it earlier. I like the Padres to hold on to that spot, and I like the Inks and Red Sox to, to hold on to that spot. Oh, my God, you, you freaking clowns. In the, Some immature nonsense in the, the Zoom chat. In the Zoom chat. Um, yeah, the Reds are scuffling. They just lost today to the, the Cubs. Um, they haven't been very good as of late. I think three and seven, I said earlier. Um, the pitching – Miley is kind of falling off, and Male is kind of falling off. Never say his name. Everyone's uh, falling off. Gutierrez fucking sucks. Yeah, the bullpen kind of fell off now, and the Padres are kind of finding their form at the right time. Snell looks good. Obviously, Musgrove has been their their number one the entire year. Looks very good. I thought about Red Sox, but I'm not going to do it. I think the Red Sox. I'm so proud teams. of you. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say they won't make it. I am concerned. Uh, especially after today, 7-1 lead, and they lost. Um, I'm going to go with the Padres. Um, I think in part because of the schedule down the road, they're going to play a lot of the Dodgers and a lot of the Giants coming up. That has me concerned. I don't feel like they will do well in those matchups. 
and and they had been scuffling of late uh, to where they at one point weren't even in it. Obviously, the Reds are having a tough go, but I think they'll bounce back against the Cubs. It's just a matter of if their lineup can get hot again, and and I truly believe that it will. So um, I'm going to go Padres to miss out of those four teams, uh, and, which is which sucks because I like the Padres a lot. Fuck um, them. I don't know what happened to them this year. I was too high on them, I guess. Staying in the NL West for question six. Quick, uh, quick question, Evan. Interject, go ahead. Uh, so, sorry to interject. Wow. Um, who's been more disappointing, the mm. Padres or the Yankees? Two teams that everybody really had at the top. Well, for me, I think it's got to be the Yankees, uh, especially even still. They had that run of like 13 wins in a row, but I'm sure Newman's talked about it on the, on the podcast before I wasn't here. I mean, you know, how do you go from that to now being that bad after – you win that many games in a row. It's like, you can't capitalize on that momentum, which is really like, if you're a Yankees fan, that's, that must piss you the fuck off. Like you get that hot and then you cool off that much. Just, I can't imagine. I, I'd be pretty pissed, but I think we all had them winning the division. Newman, I can't remember if you had Tampa or New York, but I know you had Tampa, Tampa high. You, Tampa. you both had New York to the world series. We both had New York to the world series. It's just that high expectation just hasn't been met. So for me, it's got to be the Yankees is the most disappointing out of the two. I don't know if anyone else wants to respond to that. No. I will. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I'd say the Padres, honestly. They went kind of head-to-head with the Dodgers this offseason, matching deals left and right. Um, it really looked to be a two-armed, two-horse race in the NL for – uh, that one seed between the Dodgers and Padres. I think we all had them penciled in as fighting for that one seed. Um, and it's been the Giants. Like, I think that's more of the issue. Like, people knew that the, there was a chance the Rays were going to be good again. Like, the Padres were supposed to easily be one or two. There was no question about them making the playoffs, no wild card issues. Like, they were going to make it. And now it's like, all year they've just been on the edge. Like as a Padres fan, you have to feel like they've just underperformed drastically. And I get the Yankees obviously are kind of in the same boat, but the Toronto was a threat. Even Boston was a potential threat with sale back. Like I'd say the AL East was looked at as a far tougher division than the NL West to start the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't so high. On the, I mean, I obviously to have in the World Series, you got to. I mean, Toronto was my team in the AL East from the get go. The Yankees, though, I thought like they were going to be around 100 wins. And, you know, it's just been really disappointing, uh, especially with that stretch they were on like a month and a half, two months ago. I mean, they were just so bad. You know, good on them for getting hot. Uh, but even like to your point, Colin, talking about those two teams, like talk about those two teams' deadlines. I mean, Joey Gallo, I mean, my God, he's been one of the worst players in baseball in the last month, two months. Uh, look at Rizzo, who got COVID, and he hasn't been great. Uh, Heaney's been maybe one of the worst players also in, in baseball, probably one of the worst pitchers in the last two months. And you look at the Padres, you know, there were, Ken Rosenthal came out with a tweet, and he was like, oh, Padres close with Max Scherzer trade. And to not complete that trade and to see him go to the Dodgers has to just be like, that's a huge loss. That's a huge loss to almost get him and you don't. And then you end up with Daniel Hudson as, as a bullpen arm. And that's really all that you do. It's just, I mean, it's an incredibly disappointing deadline for both those teams in, in my eyes. Yeah, obviously looking back on it now, it's easier to talk about, but I think if you're the Padres, you had to go make, get finish that Max Scherzer trade, right? Like, I mean, as we as we've been known to talk about, you thought the Yankees made a great move in Rizzo, um, but yeah, I mean the Padre. That's like, man, that's like in the movies when you're the ugly guy and like you think you got a shot with the hot girl, and she's egging yeah. you on, egging you on, egging you on, and then at the party on Friday night, she's with QB one, and you're left in the dust. That's like the Scherzer issue, like. That's just fucking brutal, man. And just to see him go to your arch nemesis, the Dodgers, who didn't need him. They're just gearing up. They're like, oh, we can't have Trevor Bauer. We'll just have the next closest thing in Max Scherzer. It's yep. nuts. 
very disappointing for for both those teams. Uh, and Newman would tell you that the Dodgers probably won the trade because Josiah Gray is complete trash. Serving oh, up thumbs left and right. <laughs> I can't believe I picked him up. I I held strong to like five minutes till first pitch. Hadn't picked up anyone. I'm like, no, I have to keep pace with these clowns. And I picked up Gray and fuck me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kyber not Ruiz as, also went over there. So not I as mean, bad he's got as a lot of potential. Brad Boxberger's infinite ERA in <laughs> today. <laughs> infinite um, Evan, infinite. Yeah, that's, McCullers, that's, that's bad. McCullers and Gosman going, and my ERA is still over seven. Oh, it's down to six nine two. Is that? Oh, you're talking today about uh, yeah. Boxberger? Oh. Yeah, he must have given up a home run. They lost twelve nothing to Philly. Yeah, Woodruff. Uh, Woodruff didn't look sharp today. You have three homers, I believe. One to Bryce Harper, and one to the Abbey. But mm. um, staying in the NL, uh, going to the NL East. It's probably those two divisions are probably the divisions I'd say have the potential to change before the year's over. I don't see any other division, any other of the four changing. Uh, could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. Are we still uh, question six? No, we did. We just did question six. That was the NL West question. Now we're on the NL East question seven. No, we skipped it. You guys just went on a you went on a tangent about the Padres. Oh wow, I'm so stupid. Wow, we actually didn't talk about it. I literally introduced the question too. No, I interjected. Oh, you interjected. Oh right, God. Yeah, we just we just had a good conversation. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, NL West: Giants or Dodgers. Giants just took two out of the three uh, against the Dodgers to go up a game. I don't know if they play again, to be honest. I didn't look, but uh, it's going to come down on the wire. It's going to be a great race um, because no uh, one wants to play in the wild card. No. So Evan and I keep talking about this. He keeps saying the Dodgers will do it. I keep saying my Giants won't waver. Let's fucking go, Giants. Well, Dan, um, copy. <laughs> I actually am. I am going to go to Giants. Dan, loading. <laughs> wow. Dan's I have ball. these all written down before. I'm not just copying these. So. I'm we just so smart. I think alike, you know? Hey, yeah. it makes Dan's life easy on the graphic. You just copy and paste right over. <laughs> Honestly, this is going to be great. Saves he's me like, so much he's just guessing. What are they all going to say? <laughs> I sometimes um, do that. I did that kind of with picks. Fair enough. I, I uh, um, <laughs> I've been on the Dodger train since the beginning. I'm not hopping off now. Uh, they are done playing each other, uh, but the Dodgers, oh, okay. looking at their schedule, other than playing two series with the Padres, it looks like uh, a cakewalk for the Dodgers the rest of the way. Bueller, although he got roughed up the other day, looked pretty good. They actually they took the 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 um, the lead in the division uh, and during that series, and then Trey Turner booted it away with one mm-hmm. bad throw. Yep. Um, but it's that I close. Think- I think the Dodgers and Giants are going to wipe the Padres off the face of the wild card in the next month. They very I think they both. Yeah, I, mean, I, think I think they both play them twice. Yeah, Padres got to put up or shut up here in the next couple of weeks. Although Padres run last year, if I remember correctly, they beat the Dodgers a bunch at the end of the year to make it in. It's it's going to be a great finish. I, I'm just so excited to watch some playoff baseball. I, right, Colin? I'm sure we'll we'll be do, yeah. we'll be watching some games. It's too bad here. we don't live on the West Coast. I mean, all these games are on at fucking 10:30 at night. Yep. Oh, tell me about it. Um, well, yeah, Newman the Mariners fan still watches them all faithfully. Yeah. Yep. He's loyal. Uh, I'm with Newman. I can't jump off the Dodgers train yet. I think they're the better team. Sorry, Colin. On. I think they're the better team. It's just disrespect. Um, it, it ain't disrespect. I mean, Max Scherzer. Gabe, Gabe Kapler's going to win manager of the year. Well, yes. I would agree. Logan, but... Logan Webb, DeScalfani, Gosman, Crawford, Belt, Yastrzemski. DeScalfani sucks lately, though. DeScalfani sucks. And the Dodgers have fucked DeScalfani all year. I, I bet his ERA against them is like eight. Has to be. <laughs> Still. Um, I can't, I can't jump off the train, but I, neither can well, you. Can't. I, I respect that you can't, and I'm not like I'm not surprised by your answer. But I'm not uh, saying I want to either. No, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't want to either. I think the Dodgers win the division. Uh, Max Scherzer saw what he did today: eight shutout innings, I believe, thirteen Ks. Right? I, if I'm yeah. wrong, and interrupt me. Um, 
unstoppable. Hopefully Kershaw can come back, and the lineup is just second to none with the production that they get from all those guys. I mean, Giants are good, but, I mean, I'll take, you know, anybody anybody in the uh, Dodgers lineup over, like, Yastrzemski, um, Belt, Tugger, talking Slater. about D. Stefani stunk lately. 15 and a third, a win, 14 Ks, a 293 in his last month, a 324 on the year. You can't go off of Yahoo. You have to actually look at the. the He's had a good year. He's had a good year. I'm not going to say that, but against the Dodgers, especially. No, forgetting Darren Ruff, too. That guy's a great hitter. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to take guys like Muncie, Will Smith, you know, Chris Taylor. I'll take those guys, Mookie, over any day. Um, Fair but enough. Giants might have some magic, Colin, though, so I'm not going to say. They've had magic all year. It, just, it, it, it just feels that way. I know it's an odd year, but. Yep. Um, staying in the end. I just want to quickly, you, you guys talking about baseball is way above my pay grade. I got no clue what's going on. <laughs> it's, okay, it's all right. Man. We got gridiron. I've never heard of before. And it's just. Hey, listen, when you play fantasy baseball next year with us, you'll be on the same page. Yeah, I'll draft us a ton of Red Sox players and be good. No, no I would not stink. recommend you do that. You'll stick. That worked out for the first couple of months, though. Yeah, it did. Um, all right, moving on. NL East talk. This is the other division that I think could change. Uh, we got Braves, Phillies, Mets. The showdown. Mets have really got hot. Javi Baez has been great. Uh, Phillies, Bryce Harper has been doing it all year. And uh, the Braves, uh, very solid team lately. Ozzy Albies had a stretch of four games with homers. Um, who wins the division, Colin? Uh, I'm going Phillies. Um, I get the Braves have been really good without Acuna as Dan smiles, knowing he's going to copy me. Um, <laughs> uh, to, to me, the Mets, it's just like, fuck the Mets. Like, the whole bullshit with the thumbs down. It's just, they're, they're a disgrace. Uh, the DUI for the GUM, or GM, um, Lindor's been awful. It's just a bunch of underachieving guys this year. Dom Smith, bad year. Conforto's been nothing since he got back. Uh, I don't know if they're even going to get Syndergaard to Grom's done for the year. Carrasco hasn't been very good. Like, it's just like guys that you really thought you could count on have not showed up in a big, big way. Um, in my opinion, with the way this division has gone this year, the Mets on paper should have been, you know, 13 games ahead of these teams right now. Um, and they're just not. Um, I'm taking the Phillies. And well, we know who you're taking. Yeah, so I'm also taking the Phillies. Um, they've just been copy and paste, copy and paste. <laughs> Man, the you can check my notes were made three hours ago. So it's just it's I two great minds thinking alike. So. Done before <laughs> mine. Done before mine too, actually. So maybe Colin's the one copying. Yeah, see, like I'm doing pretty good here. Um, but yeah, I think the Phillies are just hotter than the Braves. And as Colin alluded to, the Mets just kind of stink right now. Uh, I know they're they're on a streak, but they just got so much extra stuff going on. I don't see I don't see them in first place. So I'm going with the Phillies to win the NL East. Um, I am holding out hope for the Braves. Uh, I'll take the Braves. Like Evan mentioned, Albies is hot. They um, they just became the second team in history to have all four infielders hit. 25 dingers uh so good they're all they're, so they're looking good. like they're going to be the first team to have them all hit 30 i think they were just holding out on albies but he's hit four in his last six so mm -hmm. they're in great position um charlie morton has gone very underrated this year he's been very good uh you know has been very good um and their bullpen's actually been pretty decent uh, and um solaire has been great since uh, they got him Mm -hmm. Yeah, Charlie Morton, not Charlie Moore Outdoor, though. Shout out Charlie Moore Outdoor. <laughs> um, Charlie Morton just signed the uh, $20 million extension with the $20 million option the year after. So he'll be staying in Atlanta. I love him. Good, uh, good shout out, Newman. This is tough. Um, I'll probably go Braves uh, to Newman. That really point. sounded like Phillies. I know, right? I I thought about it. I think I was maybe about to say, and then I went Braves. Uh, I just like their lineup a lot, and I trust – I don't really trust the Phillies' bullpen. So that's kind of just what it comes down to for me. Um, 
so Braves, I love all, all four of those infielders you mentioned, Newman. I mean, they're all fucking second to none. Like, so good. Austin Riley, what a year he's had. Dansby's been great. Ozzy, Freddie Freeman's been an MVP candidate. I mean, the outfield with the additions of Solaire, Eddie Rosario, Adam Duvall. Like, they really went after their weaknesses. They just got Darno back. Uh, they'll miss Acuna, but I think they, they can do it without him. So I'm going to go Braves um, to win the NL East. Um, anyone have any more thoughts before we move on? Uh, question eight, almost done this. Uh, which player has been the most disappointing uh, this season on a potential playoff team? So maybe a player who uh, had a lot of expectation coming in, the team's picking up his slack. Uh, the options were Joey Gallo, Christian Yelich, Francisco Lindor, Aaron Noah, Chris Paddock, or if you would like to, you go off the board. Um, I, I want a couple names here. Obviously, I just talked about Lindor. He's been dreadful. Chris Paddock, I also have. He's been awful. Um, but Joey Gallo might be the worst one. Um, as some recall, um, a few members of this pod called the Yankees trade deadline far better than the Red Sox. Um, I'd argue that Gallo is losing the Yankees more games and he's winning them. Um, he's been that bad. And you'd think that he would just feast with that short porch. Um, but he just can't put the bat on the ball. Um, just Really, just bad. Dan? Uh, yeah, so copycat Dan going here with Joey Gallo as well. <laughs> but I will mention, uh, I looked at Christian Yelich's stats beforehand and thought they are pretty awful for what I remember him being. Uh, just he's supposed to be good and he just looks awful this year. But Joey Gallo. Uh, and the MVP. Yeah, Um yeah, when I looked at his stats, it just looked awful. I don't have them written down, but uh, for Joey Gallo, at least, like, I don't know. It's a player the Yankees traded for that they thought obviously would be good for them, and he's just kind of stunk. So I think I have to go with Joey Gallo and copy Colin. So. Yeah, Joey Gallo's strikeout rate with the Yankees, I think, is above 50%, which is pretty fucking bad. But um... – I went with Lindor. I mean, they just made him the third highest played paid player in baseball. He's hitting 225. Um, and it's probably the biggest reason why the Mets are not in the even in the playoff hunt anymore. Um, outside of the Grom going down. I mean, he's been fucking dreadful, as Colin would say. Um dreadful. So fucking bad lately. Um they probably are regretting that contract now. You want to talk about a guy mailing it in, huh? <laughs> Well, also, real quick, I mean, it's crazy to think that, like, look at the year Ahmed Rosario's had, and you think yeah. you could have had him for 300 less million. Yeah. For a, like, two-time better season, maybe three. So Plus, the, I'd argue Rosario's defense is right up there with Lindor's. Yeah, I would. Super underrated player Rosario is. Very. Newman, any other points before I go? No, I only picked one guy. Okay. I went Nola. I fucking hate this guy. I trade him for Starling Marte because I'm fucking stupid. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I held out <laughs> hope that it would be some former Aaron Nola magic. Uh, you know, he's had great seasons in the past. I mean, he had a good year last year. Uh, the home runs are a problem for this guy. Uh, he gives up way too many. He gets the strikeouts, but to have a 4-5-4 ERA, I mean, talk about – disappointing and zach wheeler has just stepped in and and just said fuck you noah <laughs> kicks him to the curb i mean now it's like zach wheeler ace level aaron noah shit level right like it's it's this huge drop off when noah was considered to be the ace going into this year so disappointing uh yeah. been a fucking disaster and if you look at the whip only 1.13 which is a good whip it's just yeah. and the homers are just problematic for this guy and you know, he's really only a two-category guy in, in fantasy right now. My uh, sleeper with those, with the strikeouts in the whip. Yeah. Probably helped because you had him on your fantasy team earlier. There's always bias there. Yeah, um, I definitely wanted a good year out of him, but I'll take Marte. Yeah, Marte has uh, been phenomenal. So a gift. Um, yeah, no problem, buddy. Uh, last probably question. The, probably the reason that I'm going to finish ahead of you is because you are a bozo making bad trades. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And my pitching is just dreadful. 
Uh, I'm like last in every pitching stat. So I, my hitting's great, but I got no, and I'm just too far back now to where I'll probably finish around like 75 points. But um, last question here, uh, and then we're done with the lineup card. Been a good lineup card today. Good baseball questions. Um, this is open ended. Which player is your X factor down the stretch? And Dan, if you copy Colin here, I'll be amazed. Colin, quite impressive. <laughs> Go ahead. I uh, won't hammer on him anymore. Obviously, Semyon, I've shouted out a bunch. He's on my list. J.D. Martinez is on my list as he gets hot right now for the Sox. Really need J.D. Endeavors to carry the offense till Bogarts is able to come back. Um, Duran also. Kiki, I believe, is still out. We're missing. Wait, who are you picking, by the way? Who are you picking? I'm picking J.D., but, like, these okay. are all guys we need to step up. J.D. in the biggest way. Um, so he's one of my guys and, you know, we just shat on him a bunch, but Nola, if he can turn back the clock for a month mm -hmm. would be ginormous to get in for them. Mm -hmm. Dan. Did not copy Colin. Um, hey. I had Bryce Harper. Um, if the Phillies are going to take back the, or I guess get in the first place in the ALE or NLE, sorry. Uh, I think Bryce Harper just has to keep doing what he's doing. Uh, he's been one of the best players, it seems, in all baseball this year. Uh, I look at his stats. He has a 301 average on the season. Uh, he has the third best OPS in baseball right now with 28 homers. So, um, yeah, Bryce Harper and the Phillies just got to keep their streak going and hopefully find their way in the playoffs. So he's my X factor down the stretch. I love Bryce Harper carrying my fantasy team right now. Um we talked about the Padres a lot. Um, I think a key for them is going to be you, Darvish. Uh, the first three months of the year, comfortable 1A, 1B with Musgrove. And then Manfred pulled the plug on the sticky stuff and pulled the plug on Darvish's season. Uh, since the sticky stuff ban, 7-3 ERA in July, 6-3 ERA in August, and he got yanked after two and two-thirds. And his only September start, 16.9 ERA. Um, obviously, Snell has looked like the Snell of old. So if Darvish can kind of figure out how to grip the baseball, um, they could form a deadly trio there with those two in Musgrove that they desperately need down the stretch if they're going to hold on to that wild card. I mean, you th real quick, but you think mm -hmm. about Darvish with the splitter and like the, the split finger, all the crazy grips, you need so much like sticky grip to throw that kind of pitch effectively. And when you don't have that anymore, it's suddenly really, really hard to be efficient with it. Yeah, definitely. Good point. Um, for me, I think this is – this guy's got so much weight on his shoulders for the last, like, couple – whatever, month. And then playoffs is um, Carlos Rodon. I mean, this dude with Lance Lynn going down on the 10 – uh, day IL or whatever. Giolito's gone now. So this guy just got back. So I mean, I don't even know who their second guy would be. Cease, Cease who got sleep on Dylan Royals. Cease, top three K's per nine in the league, bro. Got bombed by the Royals the other day. Uh, I, I think this guy has such a he's got a pitch well. He's going to be there, uh, number one in the playoffs. I, I don't know. There was no timetable about Giolito. Lynn. Lynn's been off the last month, so I don't really know. Radon had one start since he's returned, or two starts since he's returned from injury. He's been pretty good since he got back, but going into the playoffs, this guy's going to have to be lights out, especially if they're missing their uh, 1B1C guys. Uh, so it's, it's Carlos Radon for me. And he's had a great year, whip under one, 2.41 ERA. Um, so looking to do more of that uh, as Carlos Radon. I'd say Garrett Cole belongs on that list as well, mm -hmm. kind of in a similar spot with the lack of pitching in New York. Been great. I remember that when the Sticky Band came out that Newman talked about it, it was a lot of Cole struggles and a lot of uh, burn struggles. And look at how they've done in the last couple months. Just both been superb. Yep. Dan, you have the rant today. Would you like to begin? I do. Oh. Tell me when you're ready yeah. and I'll start the clock. Yeah, I just got to pull up my notes real quick. Um, all right, I guess you can start the timer. All right, so my rant today is going to be about Urban Meyer and the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, more about how Urban Meyer is absolutely awful at being an NFL head coach and also managing that team. Um, first, obviously, we've talked about it on this pod before, is the decision to draft Travis Etienne. It's just 
you taking a first round running back is not going to support your uh, number one draft pick at of Trevor Lawrence. It was just a terrible pick. And then they he also went on to take Tyson Campbell uh, when he could have had Asante Samuel Jr. and Trayvon Morig. And I bring this up because that was the first gripe I ever had with this guy. And then this preseason, he's had terrible, just awful, like the whole Tim Tebow situation. That was just unneeded media attention <laughs> that he did not need at all. And then he goes ahead and trades his best linebacker or second best linebacker in Joe Sherbert to the so Pittsburgh good. Steelers for a bag of chips, a, sec, a sixth round pick. And then he also just recently traded Sidney Jones to the Seahawks. Like, I don't understand what this guy is building in Jacksonville. It's definitely not helping Trevor Lawrence. And then there's also rumors that he wants to trade one of his best corners in CJ Henderson. This guy was a first yeah. round pick last year. How, like, I don't understand what Urban Meyer is looking at right now. And then you go and look at this lineup. They have one of their slot receivers, Jamal Agnew. That, that was an awful contract. He's a special teamer, and they signed him to a four-year deal. What are you doing? Use that <laughs> on some linemen or maybe, hello, maybe even a tight end because their starting tight end right now is Chris Manhurts. I'm sorry, Chris Manhurts, if you ever somehow come on this pod. I don't know who you are. And Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is supposed to look at this guy in, like, the red zone or something? Come on. And just, like, and don't even get me started on the whole the uh, DB situation. Rudy Ford is their starting safety right now. If you want to know who he was, he was a backup on the Eagles. Think about that. A backup on the Eagles in the secondary. Not good. Just like Trey Henderson is a starting corner right now. And I know my time is probably up, but I don't know what Urban Meyer is doing right now. This is awful. Follow the rules, Dan. Two minutes or less. That was great, Dan. That was great. Great rant. I, I didn't even get to get the Gardner Minshew. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I, I was not a fan of the Urban Meyer signing. I believe I've said that. Um, I'm concerned for Trevor Lawrence's well-being. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So who's worse? Dan, would you like – I mean, we're not going to change our picks, but do you think the Jaguars could be worse than the Texans this year? I don't because of Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Like, schematically, I don't think Urban Meyer will be bad. Like, as a this kind of is like John Gruden. Like, he's not a bad coach. As uh, like a GM or somebody with influence in the front office of decisions around the team, he is awful. He doesn't know what the hell is he is doing. Like I looked at this lineup and it's just trash. Like Jaguars will be bad. I don't think they'll be as bad as the Texans, but Jesus Christ, man, he's made some questionable moves. Never forget that team almost went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. That was tomorrow. That was because of the defense, but still, yeah. I mean, crazy, crazy with Blake Bortles almost got to the Super Bowl quarter away from doing it. Weren't they, really? weren't they up 10 inter- in the fourth? One interception away from going. Who? The Gilmore pick. Oh, was their running back then? I don't know. I was for, yeah, for Lenny. That defense was disgusting. Oh, and Ramsey, then all of Ramsey them fell Boyer. off. Outside yep. of Ramsey, they all fell off. Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell was that. Tevin Smith Miles out Jack. of the league. Miles oh, Jack. Those linebackers were good. Yeah. Yannick Ngakwe has not ever reached that um, production again. Who are their mm-hmm. safeties? They get uh, to Gibson. Sean Gibson. And yeah. then who's the other one? Oh, I think Barry Church, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That Barry was Church. Great. I always liked him. I did a really good fucking defense. And Ramsey quarterback that. Yeah. Nuts. Wow. That they gave the Pats some trouble in that game. Yeah, they anyway. did. That was a great game. Yeah, you were at my house, right? Oh uh, yeah, I think we watched it together. Little uh side update here. Ole Miss just scored again. Did I pick Louisville? <laughs> you did. Yeah. No, I'm an idiot. Uh, I should probably take the picks a little more seriously if I want to do well next week. I'm not gonna lie though, the other games you act you were the only one to pick Georgia. Mm-hmm. So no, well, I thought Newman did, no? No. No, I really should wow. have considering I put them in my top four. But... I know, that's what I mean. Okay, that's so I, I, I picked Iowa, I picked Georgia. I almost had FSU. Yeah, yeah. the kicker sold, unfortunately. Kicker sold. Al- Alabama was stupid. Um uh, the Ole Miss one was stupid. What else? What else was stupid? Well, we all got UNC wrong because yeah. – Well, that was in pause. I 
wouldn't have gotten that right. I got Boise State wrong. I'm pissed about that. They're up yeah. 21 nothing and then blew it. Oh, yeah. I woke up in UCF 1. I was like, fuck yeah. Do you have a uh, – like, are we going to talk about that on the gridiron, just like go over like records? We're going to carry that on into like the – yeah. uh like nfl and like the three games of college football right is that how we're doing picks on this pod like we're adding yeah. up the records or, or whatever yeah. yeah so for those i guess we can i guess quickly hit on it because it's all sports like we can make week we can make the weekly pickums like all sports i guess i love the weekly pickums i, I think they're fun we should, once, we, once the nhl nba starts with baseball we should do a weekly pickums on here yeah, yeah. That'd be fun that'd be fun so yeah, we could definitely do that. But yeah, we could recap our picks on uh, the gridiron, and then Beckham's can once football season's over make its way onto a yeah. normal pod. And and yeah, like we could even like I said, like we could do playoff baseball picks on here, just like yeah. shit like that. Um, is is Sean Rudd coming on the pod Wednesday, or no? Are we having a guest or no? Yes. That yeah, Sean's gonna come. There on. will be a guest for Wednesday. So okay. for those listening check, to this pod, if check you, uh, out the Gridiron podcast. Uh, it'll be out Thursday. It's going to be a great episode. I, I think it's going to be fantastic. Might be one of the best, probably going to be the best that we've done so far with the season woman. We shall see. Uh, shall we wrap this pod? Oh, wait, real quick, Colin. I actually had an idea of something we could also do. I when I used to run picks, like, God, it's been going on so long, right, Colin? I mean, my God. Yeah. Uh used to have like everyone would take a quarterback a running back a, rec- a receiver right is that all we did Colin yeah I'd have the yeah. best week yeah. and you would pick somebody to have the best week and then you couldn't pick that team again oh yeah and then also lock of the week and then you couldn't pick that player or team again yeah I, I think we should maybe do something like that I think that would be cool to also add yeah, yeah. that's something we could even do on this pod just to sprinkle mm-hmm. in a little football yeah that'd be good idea so we can do that starting next week. We could, we could do it on the gridiron this week and then like put it over here next week. Yeah. And for those oh, listening, if you want to get into the uh, picks league and yep. get this far in the pod, hit us up. Yeah, hit us, us up. There's only a couple of days left. Pots hey, up. Yep, I gotta collect some money. I gotta collect some money. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, do that tomorrow today. Whatever. Anything else to add? Uh, let's wrap this up. What did, real quick, what, sorry. What did you guys talk about uh, when I wasn't here? Just baseball stuff? Just baseball. Yeah, just and baseball how you're stuff. an asshole. Yeah, I was afraid that might come up. I, I hope I made up for it uh, with uh, the lineup card. I thought Good lineup card. Yeah. All right, boys. Good pod. All right, later. Later. Peace. Put your tears away. Ain't no fear today You can drive off towards that summertime sunset It's what you ain't done yet Take the keys, leave the regrets Write your letters, place your bets I'll be the one who'd say